welcome to the Fulfillment Project. I'm your host, Sarah Fennell, international fitness model and former IFBB Pro figure athlete, turned personal development sponge, entrepreneur, and online marketing junkie. I want to have it all in life, and I am not afraid to admit it. This show is for high-performing, high-vibing humans who are ready to take action, step through their fears, and up-level their life and business. Join me as we take one more step closer to that today. Hello, friend. Welcome back to the show. You know, it's funny because the past couple of weeks I've been really sinking into my childhood and some of the activities that I loved to do, to do as a kid. Were you creative as a kid? Uh, did you love to do like puzzles or crafts or anything like that that sparked creativity or allowed you to be in a creative environment. You you probably did, and, and so did I. It's something that we do as children for play, to expand our mind, to keep ourselves busy. And as children, we do a lot of creative things. But as we get into adulthood, I find that we kind of lose that aspect of play and creativity, you know, because you get caught up in life and there's other obligations and, and priorities. But I've been reflecting on this the past couple of weeks because, you know, now more than ever, especially, you know, with this COVID-19 situation and, you know, in business in general and building a brand and building influence, you need to be creative. It's one, one, one key aspect of business that makes you stand out. And, you know, I've been reflecting and it's funny because as a kid, like I loved puzzles and I'm kind of a weirdo because I loved the the smallest piece puzzles, not the big ones that were like the size of half your hand. I liked the miniature ones. Yeah, I like the hard stuff. I also really loved doing needlepoint. Did you ever do that where you have a like a template of an image and you have a needle and thread and you draw or you like basically sew into this template and you get a picture at the end that's full of thread of different colors. Uh, I loved paint by numbers. Come on. Everybody as a kid did paint by numbers. Uh, crafts of all different sorts and sizes with like glue guns and um, pipe cleaners. I even loved playing on my mom's sewing machine. I made clothes when I was a kid. And I did a post on Instagram the other day talking about my my Spice Girls crea creation and, and inspiration. When I was in grade seven, the Spice Girls were really like hitting their stride uh, with coming out on the scene and really modernizing pop music. And I went to a bunch of girlfriends, there were five of us, and I said, let's start a band. And we had absolutely no uh, vocal or performance qualities at all. And that wasn't really what I was excited about in terms of like, actually singing or creating a performance. I was excited to create like the CD album covers and the posters and write songs and and all that stuff that actually creates the the image and the persona and the brand of of the band. Uh, so I actually took an old CD case, um, you know, the hard plastic CD case, and I covered it in like nail polish and glitter and all in different designs. And I created a, uh, a CD case for us. I named our band XS, so X dash ESS. Um, I created a poster for us uh, with cutting out pictures of the five of us with like magazine clippings of letters and all that type of stuff. And I actually wrote a couple songs with like catchy chorus uh, lyrics because I, I realized that songs needed those catchy choruses. So, you know, 
I tell you all this because, you know, as children, we are very creative. Creativity is something that has always naturally stayed with me. Um, and I actually really realized that when I started my business in 2011 um, with having to create brand and marketing and stuff like that. And it really brought out that creativity in me again. And, you know, I, I'm talking about this and I want to help you today because, you know, I want to talk about five ways that you can really drop into your creativity. If you are struggling to have a brand that stands out, that is noticeable, that is recognizable. If you're needing to build out new services or products or revamp old stuff, if you're looking to like shift or or pivot your business, and especially if you're looking to grow influence online. And this is a big, big, big one because with influence, the main thing is that first you need to get attention and then second, you also need to keep attention. That's like a golden rule for marketing and creating influence because we want to hold people's attention. We want them coming back for more. And they're going to come back for more when you differentiate yourself, when you stand out. And doing that creates... It requires a lot of creativity within yourself to look at the market, look what's out there and decide, like, how am I going to be different in all of this? So let me help you with five ways of this. If you're if you're interested in going deeper on this um, with learning about creativity, with learning about influence, with learning about how to stand out online, with like building a really awesome, cool online brand that really gets attention from people, uh, I'm actually launching a course around all of this. It's called the School of Influence. Uh, doors are going to open up shortly, but I've created a, a waitlist page for you to be able to get on if what I'm talking about right Right now, is if you're saying like, yes, Sarah, like I want this. This sounds awesome. I really need to up my game in the online space and stand out more. You are going to want to get in on this course and program with me. So it's the School of Influence. And if you want to go to onlineinfluenceschool.com, there's a chance for you just to put in your name and your email address and you'll be notified as soon as doors open up for this so that you're getting, you know, first crack at this. I am only taking on a few hand select people. Um, we're actually going to have a conversation, see if this is right for you before you ever make a decision um, because I'm going to be working really deeply and intimately with you on this um, in a private setting and a group setting. So there's a lot of hands on with me um, and I'm only taking a few select people. So onlineinfluenceschool.com if this interests you and if you want to get first crack at learning about what this is all about. Okay. Awesome. Let me teach you or guide you into dropping into your creativity more because I know creativity can come natural to people, but it also doesn't come natural to a lot of people. And it's usually because they just don't give themselves the environment to step into creativity. And the big thing with creativity is that it does not come out of logic. Like you cannot think your way into creativity, which is where I think a lot of people go wrong to begin with. They decide they want to like sit down to like do the thing and be creative in that moment. And that's not where creativity really happens. Those sparks of inspiration or those ideas that we call creativity, you know, they usually they have to come from out of nowhere. When your mind has let go, when you're usually not thinking about anything, you're not in your logical aspect of your brain, and it's these like sparks or downloads or insights or a quick idea, and you're like, oh, that's awesome. 
You know, I'm sure you have maybe been driving in the car or you've been in the shower. And in areas like that, your mind wanders and and you can get all sorts of like awesome insights and ideas. So if you've ever been in a situation like that where you're like, doing what seems like nothing and you get the most brilliant idea, that is a spark of creativity. And I have found over the years to really allow myself to hold space for creativity and create space for creativity because I know that it doesn't come from the doing which I think we can all get so caught up in, right? It's like you got all these things to do. You got your checklist and your to-do list and you're just doing, doing, doing all day long from one thing to the next. That is not an environment for creativity. So we need to learn to create these environments for ourselves so that we can step into creativity so that we can get the insights and the ideas that will make you stand out, that will make you different, um, and that will ultimately really help grow your online presence, your influence, your brand, and all those awesome things that I know that you want to do in your business. So I have five points here that I want to go through with you. And and these are really five things that I do um, in my own life and for my own business um, to help me sink in and get these cool, awesome ideas. So number one, I kind of touched on this, which is space. You need to create the space for yourself. And what I do is a couple times per week, I'll take a good two or three hour block to allow myself to, to flow. Sometimes I will even take like half a day where like, there's nothing I need to do. There's no phone calls I need to make. There's nothing I need to do for the business. And I flow and do whatever I want. Maybe that's going for a walk. Maybe that's cleaning the house. Maybe it's just reading a book. Something that just allows me space where my mind is not thinking about my next to do, right? Because we have to get out of the logic. We have to get out of the thinking. We need to almost like completely clear our plates to allow ourselves to just think wildly and freely without the next marker on your schedule for that day. So that's number one is just creating space for yourself, holding space for your mind and and clearing space in your day or at least in a portion of your week to allow yourself to, you know, step into that. The second part is movement. Movement really, it's, well, you know, if you're a trainer or a nutritionist or even in the health space, you know that movement brings so many benefits to the body, to the mind, to your mental well-being because it stimulates uh, hormones, neurotransmitters, um, energetic systems that are normally not in play when you are just at rest. So movement puts your body into a whole different state to allow your mind to open up. And it's when you you're in the act of the movement, which can really allow that creativity to come through. So whether that's just going for a walk out in nature, going for a run, uh, working out uh, with whatever style of workout you like to do, yoga, uh, dancing, Um, dancing is something I did as a kid from like a group class instructor perspective. But over the past year, I've allowed space for myself to dance. And my favorite song is um, that Taylor Swift song, Shake It Off. Shake it off, shake it off. (laughs) 
I love that song. And for some reason, I put it on and I literally just it makes my body move. It makes me dance around. It makes me like shake it off, so to say. Um, And it just it puts me in a so much better mood. It clears my mind and it just it stimulates my body in different ways. And I normally would. So sometimes I put it on if I'm like making the bed or if I'm like doing my makeup or maybe cooking some food and just allowing my body to to move and and to move in ways that it's not used to. So movement is a huge, huge part of resting your mind, freeing your mind and putting your body into a different state than it's normally in. So if you've loved movement in your life for other aspects other than creativity, now you have an, another reason to love moving your body um, in whatever way that that feels good for you. The third one here is play. We need to play. We need to get into our childlike wonder, wonder and just allow ourselves to be free. Um, I am someone who takes myself too seriously, like 100%. And it's kind of hard for me to sink into that play. Uh, but uh, the more I do it, the better I feel from so many different aspects, like even outside of like trying to just spark creativity, you know, laughing, playing, having fun should be a part of our everyday or at least multiple times per week routine to drop you out of like all the, the serious stuff of life, right? Like, do you feel like your life has just gotten too serious, too bombarded, too many priorities, too many to do's? Yeah, there's no fun in that. So create that play and that fun for yourself. You know, whether that is playing, you know, video games. Joe and I were playing video games the other month. Um, Board games. I love board games. Sequence. Oh, my God. Have you ever played Sequence? I am like the Sequence queen and Joe hates me for it because I'm actually really, really good. (laughs) I played that as a kid for so long. My mom and I used to do like Sequence tournaments when I was a kid. Um, Connect Four. I also love Connect Four. Um, We've played Life. We've played Clue with the kids. Um, So whether we're with the kids or whether it's just Joe and I, we play a lot of games uh, because it creates fun and it creates some different conversations and it just allows you to like laugh and sink into a different side of yourself than what you normally would. Um, Last fall, I even went and bought a kite to get outside to start flying it. Um, I bought it tried to fly it, was unsuccessful, and then it started snowing. So that's something that I need to get back to this spring is getting outside and playing with my kite. The uh, the fourth one here is creative activities. Uh, this goes back to kind of how I started this whole conversation, you know, getting back to some of those cool childlike things that you love to do, that you did with your hands, that allowed you to build or create something. Um, a few of my favorite things that I like love to do and I am doing on the regular right now is coloring. Joe and I went out and bought a couple coloring books from like the dollar store um, and a ton of pencil crayons and just coloring, whether it's like geometric shapes or like landscapes, um, you know, just anything where you you can just sit there and just like color. So we've sat there and like colored and just had like conversations. I've colored on my own, just like listening to music. And it's so, so, so therapeutic. Uh, crafts. Um, so I love doing crafts with my stepdaughter. Um, we make like necklaces and like beaded things. Um, she's got a hot glue gun, um, just fun stuff like that. And one of my all time favorites is friendship bracelets. 
Did you ever make friendship bracelets as a kid? You know, where you have like the multiple different colors of string and your tiny knots to create different patterns? Yeah, I got back into that about a year and a half ago. Um, and it's something I've really come back to the past couple of weeks is just creating friendship bracelets and making cool designs and, you know, just sitting there, you know, knot after knot creating these patterns uh, has been very th- therapeutic and freeing for my mind. So think back to like some creative activities or crafts or things that you love to do as a kid. And hey, like if you have children, that makes it even more of an excuse to be able to do it because you actually are benefiting both your mind and creativity and you're spending awesome time with your child. So it's a win-win. And then the last one here is meditating. I love meditation. I've been doing it for about five years, but only really seriously for the past two and a half to three years. Meditation for me was kind of like really learning to like work out and get into the gym. Sometimes people dive right into it. That wasn't me right away. It took me a while and a couple like going back to it and then finally getting serious about it and realizing the benefits of it um, to really make it a part of my habitual schedule. So meditation was like that for me. I started randomly like here or there when I felt like I like really needed it, I would do it. Um, But if I wasn't doing it consistently, I obviously wasn't getting the benefits. So, uh, you know, two and a half, three years ago, we created a meditation room in our house. We took our fourth bedroom, converted it to like this awesome, zenful, peaceful place. There's like, you know, no TV or electronics or anything in there. It's just our place to go and meditate. And meditating allows you to clear the mind. So the way I look at meditation is my brain is like a filing cabinet with a ton of drawers open with a ton of files all randomly open of like all the things that I need to consider like thinking about and keeping on the top of my mind and not forgetting to do and tasks that are coming up and all that junk that goes on in our head. So meditating for me is like, let's close the folders that we don't need to think about right now. Let's put them back in their space in the drawer and let's close the drawers so that we can free our mind and allow other new awesome insights and creativity to come in. So that is how I see meditation from a creativity standpoint. Now, much like movement, with your body, there's so many other benefits to meditating. So, you know, just to recap the five, you know, giving yourself space so that you can actually think and sink into sink into a moment without any expectations or to do's in your in your day. Um, Movement, moving the body, getting it into that different state, playing, coming back to your childlike wonder, laughing, having fun, creative activities that allow you to build and create something. And then meditating just to to ease your mind and all the chatter going on up there. And those are the five like main things that are highly, highly in my life right now and and always were. But I think right now, you know, with a situation like COVID where we all need to get creative, like myself in general, everybody is gravitating to the online world. So how do you stand out in the online world? How do you create that influence for yourself? If you're someone who is looking to create an online income stream and start becoming an online coach, that's going to take a lot of creativity on your part to create something different, to make yourself stand out, to make yourself attractive for clients to want to come in. So creativity plays that huge, huge, huge role, which is why I wanted to create this episode for you to A, maybe even make you realize that you need to be creative and sink into that creativity to begin with as a business owner and 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 B, to learn how to put yourself in that state of creativity because it doesn't come from the logic. 
Like you can't think your way into creativity as much as we may want to um, or try to. Uh, it takes actually dropping the logic, dropping all the thoughts and chatter in your mind so that the inspiration sparks, downloads, ideas can really, really come through and allowing yourself to create that environment for yourself. And that's what you need to do in order to to make that a priority so that everything else in your life can thrive that you are creating. Like as a business owner, we are creatives. We create our business. We create our programs and our services. We create our marketing. We create our branding. We create the audience. We create the influence. You create your life. Like you create everything. But it starts with being creative so that you can be so that you can have creativity in the work that you put out into the world. Making sense? Awesome. So again, you know, if if creativity and, and growing influence and really learning to differentiate yourself and and all the key aspects that make you stand out online and really attractive for people to want to work with you, I highly encourage you to go get on the waiting list for School of Influence. Um, this is a project that I've actually been wanting to create for a long time. Um, you know, I naturally created influence in the online space um, through various things that I was going to, that I'm going to teach you um, throughout this program and, and mentor you through. But as my business has grown over the past 10 years, it's taken me learning more about influence online, being attractive online, standing out online to amplify that even more. So I'm excited about this project because it's everything that I do right now and everything that I have done to be able to create what I have in my life. And I'm really excited to pass that on to you and guide and mentor you, you know, really intimately and privately uh, through that whole process as well so that you can actually be successful with that and build and create what you want. So again, that's the, the School of Influence. You can go get on the waiting list at onlineinfluenceschool.com, onlineinfluenceschool.com. I'll also leave you the link here in the show notes. I hope you sign up and we can have a conversation about that. Awesome. Okay, cool. I hope you really liked this episode. Um, I love teaching on creativity because uh, you have to get out of the box. Like legit, you live in a box, get out of the box so that you can be different, that you can think differently and that you can show up differently, which is ultimately I know what you want when you're building your online brand and your influence. Okay, cool. I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Honestly, shows and podcasts like this are not possible without you. So I have so much gratitude for my listeners. You freaking rock. If you want to find me over on Instagram, I am sarah.fennel. Tag me in a post. Let me know what your favorite episode is. Hit me up with a DM. I will always write you back. Shows like this are not possible without ratings and reviews. So if you feel so moved, please write me an honest comment, an honest review, and let us know what you think of the show. 